Hey, welcome to the Past Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and in this week's episode, episode 120, myself and Mike sit down and talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. But before we get into this week's episode, a few housekeeping things. As always, you can find us on the internet at pastthecontroller.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. If you want to support the show, you can do that by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pastthecontroller and becoming a patron, or buy something from our shop pastcontroller.threadless.com or pastcontroller.io slash shop and enjoy this week's episode episode 120 it was chicken cordon bleu sandwich yeah what does that mean it has blue cheese i don't know what cordon bleu means I probably um, should know what that means. You should, and I should, but I don't think that's, no. Regardless, it didn't look appetizing, but I would still put it in my body. That's why it's on shitty food porn. Is that a subreddit? Yes. Mm. Let's mm. see what else I got there. You, uh, you always keep it in, is it night mode? Yeah. See, I, I do that with Twitter. I do it with Twitter, I do it with Discord, anything that lets me do a night mode. It's going on night mode. So when I do it in Twitter, though, like, anytime that I ever put Twitter not in night mode, it hurts my eyes. It's very bright. Like, it's just, I can't do it. I can't deal with it. Have you even seen Discord in not dark mode? Because... No, is it natively in dark mode? I don't think it is. Oh, I've never seen Discord not in, uh... Not in not night, night mode. mode. What? What is this? What do you got here? What, what are we looking at? What should we like? uh, no, I'm not hungry, but okay. hey, you know what? Hold on. I can't even address the sandwich yet because I'm looking in the background. What is Weetabix? Like that's where my brain went for. Like, it like, sounds fucking Australian. But what what was that? Was it a pasta? Was that a mac and cheese sandwich? I think so. Again, I would still eat that. Sick. <laughs> like, I went to go look at the comments and fucking call the police. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't like mess around with Reddit. I guess as much as I should. Yeah, there's some good that stuff in there. Shitty food porn sounds like something I would have a ball. Just actually, no. I'm like I'm in the process of trying to lose some weight. I can't be subscribing to fucking food reddits. Well, shitty food porn. You're not. Well, ideally, you wouldn't look at it and be like, "Mmm, I'm gonna eat that." But so far, you've done that with literally everything. everything. I know. That's why it's a bad idea. It's just not a good idea. Uh, oh, Mike. I feel like we've been recording episodes on a weird not routinely basis just because of the holidays and like we got a million things going on yeah probably so i feel i feel like i haven't sat down with you in a while really because i feel like i've talked to you too much well, well we, i mean you know we we communicate outside of of this mm-hmm. uh, a lot so yeah you're right there um but what's going on how you been yeah what, what you what you playing these days uh smash a couple times yeah Feeling feeling any new characters? Working on any new strats? Nope. I'm just trying to figure out the game. What's your roster looking like right now? Thirty some odd people. Okay. Okay. What what modes are you playing when you play? I'm just doing classic. So you're I mean, you'll you'll bang through classic that way though. Yeah. I'm just going through I think once I get Game and Watch, which I mean if I were dedicated to it, I would have just I would have unlocked them already. Yeah, just been bouncing around because mm-hmm. sometimes you've seen the chain of characters that you would yeah. have to do. Like sometimes I get to a character, I'm like I don't really feel like playing this person right now. Let me just do somebody else. Yeah, 
I mean, you'll still get them eventually if yeah. you do that. Um, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, obviously I've been sinking in Smash. I'm waiting for my Switch to tell me how many hours I've already put in. And I'll subtract the, the you know, whatever, eight hours or so from Fatty this weekend. Mm-hmm. But the second day we had the game, one I don't know if I, I don't think I said this on the podcast already, but the second day we had the game, I want, you know, the challenge page, you can unlock challenges. Yeah. One of the challenges is play for 20 hours. I locked that in the second day. Mm. So I can only imagine what it's at now. I'm up to like I think twelve hours or or thirteen ish hours in World of Light alone, and I play that the least. Holy dooly! Yeah, so World of Light has been been like my my all right. I'm, it's time to relax and go to bed. Let's play World of Light for oh shit! It's two o'clock. That's what my uh, my life has been lately. But uh, I mean I'm happy Smash is here obviously, and I'm enjoying every moment I have with that game. But I gotta say, Mike. I fucking miss my Xbox. Yeah. Don't have one of those anymore. No. And I don't know. I don't have an ETA. I want it to be back. But, I mean, there's games that are out or, like, in Game Pass and or new games that are out that I'm, like, looking forward to playing, like, Below, which is, like, a game that's been in development forever and is finally out now. Can't play that. Nope. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice just came to Game Pass and I can't play that yet. Not to mention the Overwatch event is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Can't play that. Nope. I, I was finally starting to warm up to Red Dead Redemption 2. Can't play that. I, for some reason, like Fallout 76. Can't play that. And Joe and, and fucking Wang keep calling me out on a True Fighter 30th anniversary collection, and I can't fucking play that. So it's just... That's what happens when you put all your games in rough. one game basket well i mean again like i got smash among a million other games and a playstation it's just you know i see those skins on overwatch everyone's getting loot boxes having a good time you know i want to i want to get some loot boxes you know i want to give blizzard more money we'll just play it on playstation stop that that's silly nonsense silly nonsense nonsense Mike, one of the things that we should discuss today probably is uh, Smash, because Smash is going to end up pissing people off like Overwatch does, with mm-hmm. how much we've probably talked about it. But they recently just updated, put a new patch out for Smash. Right. Game's been out for a week, patching some things. I'm expecting this to be patched quite frequently until it gets to a good balance that there isn't a lot of complaints. Um, did you dig into the patch notes? They were they were very lean. They didn't really go into details on everything. Nintendo was notorious for their shitty ass patch notes. So, are you uh, off the top of your domey? Do you know what what they were? Uh, they changed some characters. They had a list of characters, maybe like ten, twelve or so. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed. Uh, they changed the challenges approach. I believe, like the difficulty, like. I think they made it easier, I think is how they phrased it. Mm-hmm. And they put some effort into helping people actually get matched up in games that they want to play online as opposed to just sort of being like, I want to do this, and then getting the exact opposite when it finally pairs you up with somebody. Have you played online matchmaking yet? No. So I haven't had really many issues. There's been a 
a couple of matches here and there where like i i tend to mostly get prepared with people that want to play the same style as me mm-hmm. but uh there's been a few times where you know it'll play in my rule set and then i'll rematch the person after i beat them of course mm-hmm. um and then it will be items on in a moving stage and i'm like oh no and uh, i can't tell you the two times that has happened the stage has killed me both times um i don't even know what he is sending in here that is wow yeah i todd is Ugh. sending weird pictures of noses i have no idea uh, so yeah, one of the things, the two of the major things they changed was uh, the online adjustments for the matchmaking, making it find preferred rule sets that you want easier. Um, apparently, also increased the stability of synchron synchronous synchronous. I mean, I can't tell you because I'm not reading what you're reading. Synchro, n o u s, synchronous. Synchronous. I don't know why it looks weird spelled out here. I don't know. Anyways, synchronous connection with within ballerinas. So I don't know if people are having issues in. Well, you haven't played it online really. Oh, you played in the ballerina with us. Yeah. Have you had any issues in those rooms? I haven't. I have not, but I would say that with the exception of Mike Wang, who I haven't played with, uh, we are relatively close to each other. Yeah, but that's how any online game is gonna work. Yeah, but I think with Nintendo, specifically because they don't have their own servers running about, like, we basically have to connect to each other. Yeah. I think that might play into it a little bit. I see. I mean, still, it doesn't really, not really affecting us too bad. Yeah, I haven't had any... When we played with, I don't know, if were you there when we played with Jeff? No. So we played a few matches with Jeff, and Jeff is obviously in China right now. Mm-hmm. Well... Obvious to you, not obvious to people that are listening. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, not playable. It was fucking horrible. That's the only time I've had an issue. Um, and then, yeah, they listed the characters that they adjusted, but they didn't go into any they didn't details. They yeah. So, Donkey Kong, Link, Kirby, Luigi, Ice Climbers, Young Link, Olimar, Toon Link, Villager, Greninja, Pac-Man, Duck Hunt, and Isabel. Um, I... What I'm wondering is if the fixes weren't, like, changes to damage output or this or that and more just, like, bugs with the characters that they found. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe that's why they're not calling attention to what exactly they changed because they don't want to be like, oh, you know, this chain of events would make Link fall through the stage or something, so we fixed that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. The game's still too early for me to care too much about what they change now because i feel like it's not going to be in you know for a few months until they start making like serious character patches Mm -hmm. where it's like okay this person's you know down b is just doesn't do it like it's just not you know what i mean like stuff like that where the damage input or output is like increased or decreased like i feel like it's going to be a couple months before that stuff starts happening and that's what i typically care more about um I mean, this isn't a this isn't a smash melee situation where if there's like things that are exploits that people can take advantage of, they're gonna get patched out. So like, I don't care about learning if there's like a infinite chain grab somebody has or something because they'll probably patch that out. Mm. I would imagine. So I don't like I saw some people saying that 
there is an Ice Climbers exploit currently, and this patch seems to have gotten rid of it. So, like, I want them to patch that stuff out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because it's not, it's not how the game is supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, so, me personally, I don't care too much that they haven't gone into details. If, when, when they start changing actual characters, like, damage outputs and, like, Maybe some move has uh, super armor or a move has priority over another move. If they don't start detailing that, it'll be a little frustrating. Especially because it'll be up to like believing people that are hardcore in the fighting game community to to like find out the answers and like report on it properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I regardless, I'd like to see what they did. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously it would be nice, but I mean, they're not really known for they're not going into detail. But they also don't really need to. Like, it's not like, is it their obligation to do that? Uh, I don't know if obligation is the right word. But something like a courtesy, maybe? Like, yeah. Hey, you know, we're doing all this shit. I th- I think when they start really adjusting characters, we'll see it. I just think that right now it's not it's not anything outside of, you know, fixing things that are probably just broken with the game and not so much, hey, you know, we think this character's unbalanced, so we're going to tweak them a little bit. I think it's just more of game-breaking things. Because I've seen a lot of, there's like a lot of people posting stuff online of like, hey, I took a clip of this. This is happening when you do this. Mm-hmm. So like game-breaking things that clearly were not meant to happen. Um so I'm sure some of those fixes are... Yeah, are. like how Marth can't... Uh, what was it? Marth, I think, can't dash grab Rob? It was some yes. weird interaction. Yeah, with those two I, I've seen that, yeah. He can't dash grab Rob when Rob's in his shield. Yeah. Um, I think it's just Marth, too. Yeah, I think so. So, sure. it's, I, like, he wasn't listed on the notes there. Was Rob either? No, neither one of them were. But my guess is it will be stuff like that, like... Oh, this is a collision that's supposed to happen in this rock paper scissors that grab is supposed to be block, mm-hmm. and it's not working for these two characters. So we're gonna fix that. Um, I, I'm sure that's a lot of the things you'll see. Oddly enough, though, this list of characters that they that they tweaked, the only stuff. I mean, not that I'm like heavily looking for it, but the only character on here that I've seen exploits being used already for, or was I think ice climbers? I don't think I've seen anything for the rest of these characters. I'm still fucking with the king. King K. Rule, that is. And his name's not here. So I'm good. As long as they keep him the way he is, it's my boy. It's my boy right there. Just throw Gangplank Galleon on. Let me ride it out. And we're good to go, Mike. I mean, it's a jam. Like, it's just flat out a jam. And he's fucking an overpowered beast. And I don't want that to change. No, I mean, I'm fine with they. I'm fine if they, uh,. I personally, being someone that uses him, thinks he's a little overpowered. So, I mean, I'm fine if they tweak him down a little bit. I still want to be good with him. I just like playing him. He's a fun character. He is. He's fat. He's got great recovery. He's fucking walking around. He's got that armor. He's got a big old belly. He's got that big old belly. Because he's just me. He's just alligator me. Yeah, but he's got royalty. Fake royalty. He gave it to himself. I can go buy a crown. 
Yeah, but we all know, like, there's King K. Rule, and then there's you. Fucking, I'll do whatever I want, Mike. I'll be fucking King K. Drool, all right? Because you'll be drooling over my crown with jealousy. That sounds inaccurate. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds pretty accurate to me. Sounds like a whole lot of hoopla. Sounds like a whole lot of hoopla. I don't know what the reference is. That's fine. Oh, you want me to explain it? No. No, I'm sorry. Expound. People who who hear it will get it, and that's all that really matters. Is it an anime? No. Is it a, uh, a video game? Is it a television show? Yeah. So you don't watch TV, so it'll But be- not an anime. Right. So is it a Cartoon Network show? No. Is it an adult swim show? No. Toonami? No. South Park? No. By South Park, I meant Comedy Central? No. Netflix? No. Hulu? No. God damn it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, what the fuck, Mike? Uh, um, ooh, Crackle. No. As a matter of fact, I tried signing to Crackle the other day. <laughs> Who, does anyone try to sign into Crackle? I mean, you don't have to, but I remember I had a Crackle account a long time ago. And I, I had it because at the time, I felt like my income was not... I forget. I don't even know where my money was coming from. But the point is, I was like, in case I lose access to my cable and or Netflix, I want to have some place to stream shows. And Crackle was and still is free, I believe. Oh, okay. But now I'm confused. So it's not Netflix. Yeah. It's not Hulu. Right. It's not Adult Swim. Right. It's not Cartoon Network. Right. I said Toonami, but that's only anime anyway, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So I shouldn't, I wasted just even saying the word Toonami. Uh-huh. It's not Comedy Central. Right. It's not Crackle. Right. Is it <laughs> Snap or Pop? No. Um, you should feel bad for even saying that. <laughs> I get a slide of it. What the fuck? Uh, is it on, like, terrestrial TV? Like a, uh, you know, like a, like a Comcast. Yes. Okay. Uh, but we're gonna waste this much time doing this. I now I just need to know. Is it on ABC? No. Is it on NBC? No. Is it on CBS? No. What TNT? Very no. funny. Or is that TBS? TBS. It's on TBS. No. Fuck! God damn it. I I think I've exhausted what I've know what I know. Yeah, it's fine, Brendan. Like you don't have to know. Would would I know the channel? Yes. Oh, it's on FX. No. Damn it! What uh, a waste of our time. Is it on HBO? No. Showtime? No. Stars? No. Cinemax? No. Skinemax? No. One thing I'm skinning back with the thing I just said makes sense. A really really good narrative. Mm. It's a whole lot of hoopla. That's disgusting. <laughs> you, you know, the guy walks up to a house, rings the doorbell, has a pizza. Guy answers the door, says, what is this? Opens the box. It's a whole lot of hoopla. I just wrote a whole story for you. Listen, not to shame or pass judgment or anything. In this story you described you said a guy delivered a pizza and then another man opened the door yeah that's why he said this is a whole lot of hoopla because clearly the woman inside the house ordered the pizza uh-huh and the guy's like what's going on here i i, I hesitate to believe that skinemax which is as far as i know does softcore porn would ever entertain the idea of doing a 
a man, man, a woman scene? Like, how would that work logistically? I don't know. SNL did it. I don't think they did. With Chance. You didn't see that sketch with Chance the Rapper? I believe I saw the sketch, but like... He, he, was, a, he was a pizza guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was a he was a pizza guy, Mike. Yeah, I got that much. He was, you know, delivering a big sausage pizza. Uh-huh. So why wouldn't... <laughs> why is it out of the realm of possibilities? I... Again, from what I remember, and it's been, you know, fucking 100 years since I've seen softcore pornography, but I feel like <laughs> genitals aren't shown. Yeah, they didn't show it on SNL either. Yeah, I get that, but like... How would you do a softcore scene with multiple people, with like more than two people? Like, where are you hiding stuff? Pizza boxes? <laughs> Mike, I don't know. I clearly don't have the narrative chops to write a, you know, no. an adult film. Clearly not. You know throw me in the PG realm, maybe we'll put something together. Maybe we can string some words together. A couple of drawings, good to go. The PG realm. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, you know what? Forget it. I don't care. <laughs> when I said talk, P- talk more about video games. Get, get another video game thing going on. When I said PG, I didn't mean like like a PG porn. Yeah. Again, Raises a lot of questions. What does? The, the idea of how that would work in any... It's a it's an oxymoron. It wouldn't... It just wouldn't fly. Challenge accepted. Okay. Let me just pick up the old phone and order a pizza real quick. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to invite this guy inside mm-hmm. and see how many like suggestive uh, positions we can get ourselves in. While still You've never hidden. seen that, ah, uh, shit. It might have been James Gunn that directed it. It might have been... It was like a sketch video that he did with, like, actual porn stars, and they were doing, like, typical porn plots. Where, okay. like, you know, someone would order pizza, like, eh. But then nothing sexual actually arose. It was just like, here you <laughs> go. I see what you did there. It's like, how much is that pizza? Uh, you know, nine sixty nine. All right, here you go. You got the change? Yep. Yeah, so maybe that was the show on Skinamax. It was like a it was like a digital short. They like did it. It was like a you know, the the people who make the actual film. They're like, you know what, we're gonna have a little fun. And we're gonna do like a you know how Pixar does the like little things? This is like one of the little things. Well there's just no things. Uh I just got an email from Disney Pixar saying not to reference them in a, in that way ever again. The fact that they have little digital shorts? Uh, comparing your hypothetical porn to a Pixar short. Uh, they, they said don't do that. Listen, Mr. Mr. Mouse, I regret to inform you that you don't have a say over what comes out of this mouth. Well, their team of lawyers begs to disagree. Uh, I can't. I, I know that we don't really have a lot of legal background here. Mm-hmm. The control. As a matter of fact, we have got zero legal background. Yeah, I would say zero. If I could pick a number less than zero, I would probably go with that. Well, Mike. My ignorance of the law is dangerous. Yeah, so with our limited knowledge of the law mm-hmm. and how... I would argue non-existent. Mike, 
Don't make me throw the book at you. See, I know some stuff about the law. Right? What books? I'm gonna throw the book at you. Isn't that one of the terms they use? Uh, it's like a. Hold on, I gotta see what this says. It's like a saying, you know. So... I shouldn't. Yeah, Mike. Shouldn't what, do you, what do you do? What do you do over there? Like he's over here checking his fucking snappy chats. Oh I'm a popular guy. People send me the snaps. I go to see what the snaps are all about. Did yeah. you order a fucking pizza? Well, I didn't think it was gonna be like a I didn't think it was gonna be like a video snap. I thought what, it was gonna be like a picture snap. What if what if um doorbells became obsolete? Which mm-hmm. they kinda should. And people got their smart bells now, or whatever they're called. What the fuck is a smart bell? Not I feel like that's not what they're actually called. You know like the the setups where, like, if someone's at your doorbell and, like, they ring it, there's, like, a camera there, so then you can see who's at your door and, like, your app on your cell phone. Oh. All right, I guess, I guess I'm going to just keep my idea in the vault <laughs> because there's something better that exists yep. called a smart bell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Apparently, I had the dumbbell. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the what, what, what matters here, and that's... uh. What is this fucking show, Mike? I thought we were going to talk about video games. Just give me the channel. No. Fuck. Have I said the channel? No. If I said the channel, would you tell me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, What's the runtime here now? <laughs> we're about halfway through. Okay. What, we talked about Smash? Mm-hmm. We talked about my Xbox being not here. And you've, <laughs> you've officially run out of topics. It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this one out. <laughs> I have other things to talk about, but now I just need to know what all the hoopla's about. Mm. See what I did there? Yeah, I did. It's a callback. I hesitate to call it that. <laughs> what would you call it then? A reference. Okay, maybe. fair enough. So, anyways, that can be a... That can be a question we find out another time mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what that noise is that just confused the shit out of me hmm. sorry for the pause there we were very confused by a noise that was playing um spider-man yep. into the spider-verse and there's a film doing very well right now yep good for them we saw this like three weeks ago yep and we've neglected to talk about it I always forget about it. People were saying, people at work were like, oh yeah, Into the Spider-Verse coming. I'm like, oh yeah, I already saw that. They're like, you already saw it. I'm like, I don't know, what did I say? Got that connect. I'm a boss. Got that Sony, got that Sony money, you know what I'm saying? Got that Sony check coming in. Mm-hmm. Got that Got that Peter Parker. They said, in. hey, this guy, this guy started playing our Spider-Man game and he didn't get anywhere in it. Let's, let's hook him up. That's <laughs> not what happened, but we did see the film already. And... Uh, it was just a bad timing of our episode layout after that because we did the we did the kind of funny games showcase slash game awards prediction episode. We did a few other episodes that were kind of tied to other things, so we kind of just it fell on the back burner. And now that the movie's out this weekend, as mm-hmm. of us recording this, I feel like well we should probably talk about it because now people have the chance to see it. Uh, we probably shouldn't get spoilery. I don't want to get spoilery. I don't want to dissuade people from being able to listen to the episode. Um, but. I do want to just go on the record again. I don't know if I said it on any episode of the podcast. I don't like. I don't even know if we brought it up at all that we saw it on a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about it, like in the Discord and you know, off air and stuff. But um, it was a fucking good movie. Yeah, like a fantastic film. And I'm a really happy to see like my Twitter feed. I've only seen good things being said about it. Yeah. Um. And I'm happy with you. You pulled up the box office numbers. Well, it came out this 
weekend, right? It so it's not even a full weekend yet, and it already did how much? When you 13 know? million Friday. And that's just U.S. numbers, or? Uh, I imagine. Is it a global launch? I'm not sure. Don't know. But that's a fucking... I, I'm assuming, like, did they have a did they have a public projection for what they thought this movie was gonna do? I'm sure there was. I never saw it. I mean, it it doesn't have, like, what's its main competition this holiday season? Aquaman. Aquaman also did Aquaman come out this weekend? It's either this week or next week. Next weekend, we've got Aquaman. We got Mortal Engines. We got. Uh... But does anyone care about Mortal Engines? I know they keep touting it as like, oh, from the the creative visionary behind the Lord of the Rings franchise. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Aquaman was Aquaman was this weekend. If you were seeing it, if you had a Prime account, you can see the movie a week in advance. An Amazon Prime account? Yes. Is this the first time they've done something like that? No, they did it before with something else. I can't think of it offhand, but this is not the first time they've done it. Has it always been a Warner Brothers movie? Couldn't tell you. Hmm. Like I said, I know I know it happened once before, but I feel like it was with a movie I didn't really care about seeing. I wonder what the benefit is of doing something like that. I don't know. I think it just works for Warner Brothers. Like, you still have to pay for the ticket. Yeah, just... and I get that. But I just, I got, what's the benefit? Like, does that allow them to count that in their actual opening weekend sales? Because that would be the benefit, I guess. It would be like, you technically could add a previous weekend number to your opening box office. I don't know if it works that way. Well, then, does that number just become irrelevant? You know what I mean? It It must be able to get tied into it only because... I don't see why Warner Brothers would want, like, ticket sales to not be included in their opening weekend number. Because I feel like the opening weekend is important. The opening weekend is important just because that's probably when they get the most of their money. But if, like, they're still going to get either, let's see, how do I phrase this? Like, the people who want to see it and have yeah. a Prime account, like, they'll see it this weekend. And anyone else who still wants to see it and they just don't have a Prime account, they'll just see it the next weekend. Yeah. So they're still going to get No, and money. I know that. I get that. But I feel like, you know, as, you know, fucking Wally Warner brother, uh, he's, he's like the, the, the sillier of the, of the Warner brothers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many there are, but. Uh, there's two. There's Yakko, Wacko, and their sister Dot. Oh. So they shouldn't even get, it's not even like the Warner kids. Like, it's just got, got to be the Warner brothers. Yeah. That's what they call the Warner Brothers. That's fucking, that's some bullshit, Mike. And their sister Dot. Simple. The Dot's in between the W and the B. Uh, wait, hold on. You're blowing my mind right now. Is that an actual, is that like a thing? Which, which thing are we talking about the thing? I don't know. Is that like part of their creation? I believe so. I believe Dot is like a reference to the Dot in the WB. And they're supposed to be the Warner Brothers? Well, they always introduce themselves like, we're the Warner Brothers, and I'm their sister, Dot. I haven't watched the uh, Animaniacs in a while, so I, like, I can't do their voices, obviously. Yeah. I haven't either. I used to, I won't say their name, but I used to work with somebody, and I won't say where, because I don't want to draw any attention to this, mm-hmm. but I used to work with somebody. It's Dot. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I used to work with somebody who sounded... It, it, Yakko is the taller one? Uh, I think so. Sounded exactly like Yakko. And I felt like no one ever no one realized ever this. It. No one ever, no, not only that no one ever addressed it, I don't even think it ever crossed anyone else's brain. Because someone else at that job that I trusted, I went up to them, and I was like, let's just say a name. I was like, hey, uh, do you, like, just like go out there and talk to this person for a second, mm-hmm. and then come back in here right, right after. 
He's like, why? I'm like, just do it. I want his voice to be fresh in your head. Just go. <laughs> and you like queued up a video. And I came back in and uh, he was like, okay, what? And I was like, doesn't he sound like Yago? Yeah. First, I had no fucking idea what I was talking about. I'm like, yeah. I didn't even think to pull up a video. Oh, you should have. But like, he, he does. And I'm still like, you know, friends with this person on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it. Remind me later. I'll see if this person has any, any sort of video on their yeah. Facebook that has them talking in any way. Because it really, like... Just sounds like Yakko. It just does. And, uh... And it's just funny. Because he wasn't, like, doing a voice. That's just how he that's spoke. How he and it didn't sound bad. It's just, to me, that's all it sounded like. So I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And he kind of, you know... Not, not that he dressed like this person. But he I, occasionally wore brown pants. <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, I won't, again, I won't go into details because I don't want anyone to be able to decipher. Yeah, someone's going to be like, wait a minute, I work with Brennan here, and now I think about it, you know what, fucking Philly fucking fanatic there did sound like Yakko. <laughs> is that the, what's the what's the new? Gritty? Gritty, is it the Philly, is, no. Gritty's like the new hockey mascot. Yeah, and he's, a, he's like showing up everywhere. Yeah, people, it's, love, it's, people love Gritty, it, but he's weird. I don't know if they love him or if they, he's, he's just a... Uh, you know, he's gritty. He's gritty. Uh, but anyways, way off track of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But I, I never, I, I mean, now that you said that that's how the intro to the show started, I yeah. kind of remember that. But that, that to me as a kid, that didn't fucking mean anything. Of course not. Um, and it doesn't really mean anything to me now. It just makes me sound like an idiot. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I feel like, you know, if I'm Mr. Warner Brothers, I care about the reporting of... This movie had this number for opening weekend. You know I, what I mean? I, I think, think they care about that. They do care about that. It does look good to be like, yeah, we're number one at the box office. And I think regardless of the turnout of the Amazon thing this weekend, next weekend it's still going to do very well. Oh, I'm sure it will still do I fine. But in ma- terms of marketing. Maybe the probably... Amazon thing is limited to like very select theater. Is it or no? Uh, you basically have to use the Adam app to, I don't think they have I don't think you use Adam. I, I, know, I, I have Adam only because T-Mobile every once in a while will be like, you know what, you can see this movie for five dollars if you and like they give me the code to use it in the app. Uh, anyway, my point was, so you have to use the app. I don't know if the app is like limited to certain theaters because I think even now if I were to open up, like it will let me pick like Cinema Salem or something like that. So like clearly, but not for Aquaman. Not for Aquaman, I don't think. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, the, the, it, my guess is if the, if it doesn't factor into their opening date, opening weekend sales, mm-hmm. and you, you know it's just a number lost to whatever. My guess is that it's limited to like you know maybe maybe a couple thousand people. You know what I mean? I yeah, I don't know. But I my point was going to be like people are going to be paying for this movie regardless. If it's as good as they want it to be, ideally, even though those people spent money on it and they're not going to see it next weekend, they will come out and saying, hey, this movie was actually really good. So the people who are still going to see it on the next weekend are going to see yeah. it. And all, the other people might be like, I guess I'll see it. If these all guys are all, saying all it's good. I'm saying is this, is I feel like the most important factor for these companies is so like, how, the num- here, how the number looks on the box office. I can office. see it at Liberty Tree today, exclusive for Prime members. Today's the 15th, right? Yes. Yeah. It's got a bunch of showings. But let me see what I'm Does it let you, uh, does it let you, so you put in your location and it tells you what theaters? Yeah. Does it show you more theaters or no? So yeah. Revere, Gloucester. So Gloucester it's definitely, oh, 
they have one showing on the 20th. But is that mm. when the movie's out, though? That's when the movie's out. Okay. Yeah, so, okay, hold on. Revere. Okay, so it's only... Those two. Oh, it's not even at Liberty Tree. This is the 20th. This is the 20th. Hmm. So what if you click on this? I oh, probably have to, like, have connect no my Amazon account. Because, you know, no, see, it says Liberty Tree, and this is, these are the ones today, 7 p.m., so... Oh, and that says pre-order. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. I, I would have to, like, again, if those numbers don't get factored into their opening weekend, mm-hmm. I feel like there's some other thing... Like, it must be very limited showings of that or something. Only because, again, I'm Marvel. I want my next movie to come out and be have the best opening weekend compared to any other movie released on that weekend or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I care about. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean, it's nice, honestly. Because the thing is this. is Yeah, you'll get some people that go out and say, like, Oh, Aquaman's great, like, you know, and it's, you know, good for people to talk about it to get people excited to go see it in a week when it actually comes out, but. I mean, you just saw it, it was two theaters and there was like four showings at 7 p.m. Yeah, so it's it's probably very limited around the country and it, the the number, like whatever the number is, WB's okay with that number not being included in there. Cause Unless it is included. I mean, we could just be talking fucking circles. Those things could sell out, and it would still just be a fraction of what an actual... Like, the amount that's that they're spending is like a fraction of what they will actually make next weekend. I understand, yeah. but they want every fucking penny in that. You know what I mean? Like, they want that to be as high as possible. Because that is the overall important story to come out of it. No one's going to write a fucking n- noteworthy, like news article on anything that's going to be like all of the pre-showings for Aquaman sold out like no no one is going to care about that yeah they might I don't know and honestly when we went to fucking see Spider-Man that theater was like 30% full it wasn't even full it wasn't full I, I don't know if I'd call it I would say it was probably I still think it was less than half I think it was I think it was more than half maybe I was looking at the wrong spots but I felt like there was a few, like, empty gaps, like, a few courtesy gaps of, like, people who clearly came in groups, but they don't want to sit next to, like, the person next to them, and, like, no one yeah. sat in the seat between them. Uh, I don't know. The full front of the theater was not even sat. Yeah, no one was in the front, even though they had those nice reclining seats. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, th- I'm going to look into that later. I'm curious to see what movies, what they do with those numbers, um, because, again, I, I think that's one of the, like most important anecdotes for when a movie is released. Like, how... Because, I mean, it's a, I feel like the two things leading up to the movie... Well, I guess now there's a kind of a third one. I feel like when a movie trailer gets dropped, all of a sudden now the thing people are talking about is like, oh, the Toy Story trailer is the most watched Disney trailer or something like that. Yeah. Lion King trailer is the most watched... You know what I mean? I feel like that's an important, kind of semi-important metric that they use to like just say, hey, look, people are interested in this. But I think most importantly, it's with a movie that is a big, big deal, like a you know a new Marvel film or you know maybe a, a Star Wars movie. They they tout the pre-sale tickets like this is the best like pre-sale we've ever had for a Star Wars film or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that like overall the number one thing that is like what people report on is opening weekend ticket sales. 
and how it compares to other movies in that weekend from years past. Or if it's like a franchise film, like how it compared to other movies in that franchise on their weekend and stuff like that. But at the same time, DC not looking so hot, so they can take whatever fucking, I guess, chance they want to take to try to get some like good publicity about the movie out ahead of the movie. Yeah, I mean that that would pro- that's probably what it is. But anyways, back back to Spider Verse since we didn't actually at any point in that conversation talk about Spider Verse. Nope, we went to Aquaman for some reason. It's a good film, like. Mm-hmm. the animation is like I think it might be it might be in my opinion the best movie that looks like a comic book well then you'll be happy to hear that Sony's trying to patent the either the process or the software they use to animate the film it, it's weird because in the opening scene not the opening scene, but the begin. Because I don't think it's the opening scene. Somewhere in the beginning of the movie, when it's first starts with Miles, mm-hmm. it maybe it just wasn't adjusted to how the film was at first, but it looked a little choppy to me. Mm-hmm. But then the movie, it was like, oh, no, this movie's fantastic. But I think it's because at first, it's like, it like there's definitely things that they do to kind of make it look like a moving comic book. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, like, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. It made me care about at least one Post Malone song. Mm-hmm. So, that song is a fucking banger. Real, uh, real big win there for Post Malone. To get me on board? Yeah. I mean, With hey, the one song. That one song. Killing it. I mean, he's he's gotta be making fucking buckets of money off of that song. Maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know how popular he is I, prior to this. I think he's very popular. We sound very old right now. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't care about that type of musician. Actually, I don't know what his music is. I don't Maybe know if his why? music is all singy-songy or... I have no fucking idea. Nope. I just... I, I don't know anything about Post Malone. He's a gamer, though. He's like a big gamer. Oh, good for him. I think he streams, too. He might. But other than that, anyways, that song, dope. I sent the song to Joe after we saw the movie. Mm-hmm. And the response from Joe was like, why the fuck are you sending me a Post Malone song? <laughs> so... Anyways, but uh, I mean, I thought the plot was re- like really good, like especially for a movie that I'm assuming is geared towards a younger audience. I felt like it dealt with a lot of heavier tones, and it, I don't know, like I felt like it was more of an adult movie than it, like I don't know if like I don't know, like did you I, think it was kiddie? Like I didn't really I think, think it, it was, was a, I think it was a solid PG movie. Yeah, like it was really good. It was good. It had some, you know, like, I definitely wouldn't bring, well, I wouldn't bring children because I wouldn't want children with me, but. We also don't have children, so. don't have any kids. It would be weird if we just brought children to the movie theater. Oh, kid, want to go to Lego place after That's this? That's the thing. We could go to Lego place after. Uh, you know, there are some parts that might be a little tougher, the, the youngest of children to watch, but um, other than that, you know. It's fine, you know. Bring, bring the ten-year-old. Yeah. Bring the uh. Yeah, you know, whip, whippersnapper. Yeah, that's what we're calling him now. Is it what we're calling? That's what you're calling. Back in my day. Ugh. All this fucking hoopla, Mike. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed it though. I mean, I, 
I got some flack from from the rest of you guys, maybe not you, but from from everyone else, saying that it was a top tier Marvel film. I still think it's a top tier Marvel film. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's not MCU film, but it's a top tier film. I thought all the comedic elements in it were great. I thought that the, I mean there were times that I teared up a few different times. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I'm a big baby boy, but also sure. it was just a good fucking movie. I liked the cast of villains. Like I liked the the all the people that were cast as fucking spider peoples. Spider Man yeah, spider spider person, spider men's. Spider Men's. Is it is it Spider Man's or Spider Men? Or Spider Men's? Or Spider's Man? Spider Peoples? Uh Spider Or Spider Man. Spider Beings. Spider Beings. Oh, I like that. Spider Beings, okay. Alright. That covers all of our bases. Uh, fucking Spider-Man Noir was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Spider-Ham. Magnifique. Uh, like you were going, I, like I could see physically you were going for one gesture, but like yes, you, you that- split it with something else entirely. So like, I don't, and no one's going to be able, no one knows what it is. Yeah. But it just, it, it looked weird. You knew what I was, I was going for the, the You're old going for that. finger kiss. Yeah. But then you I went to do else. that. I hit myself in the eye. <laughs> And I went is magnifique French, yeah. So I went from Italian to French and hit myself in the face. I feel like that's the history of the world right there. Pretty much. Um, I'm really tired. The fucking deep cut right there. E bombs world. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. The end of Z world. You've never seen that video. You had to have seen that video. I might have, but I don't remember it. The the end of Z world. It's like, it's like a shitty E bombs world like animated thing. Mm-hmm. It's like. People in French like, I'm late tired and like fucking smoking a cigarette. I'll show it to you. Yeah, show it to me afterwards. You definitely, you 100% know this video. Oh, I meant to show you like, you're the man now, dog, too. Yeah, I don't, you brought that up last night. I I still don't know what that is. Yeah, I know. I'm going to see if I can find any like traces of it. I don't, I don't expect it to exist anymore as it did on the internet. Yeah. But I'm just curious to see if like anyone's got like a, a good representation of it to be like, yeah, you know, this is what it looked like. Yeah, I'm just gonna Google it to see if it pops up right away, and then you can like get it from there. Yeah, Apparently, it's not the end of Z World; it's just the end of the world. It looks kind of familiar in the same way that those words and a a crudely drawn picture of the globe looks sort of familiar. Oh, Mike, you're killing me! It, it's you definitely know it, like 100. percent You know what this is. Um, there's a picture of the French people. All right, we'll just watch it after. It's, yeah, we'll it's a minute and thirty-five seconds. Um, so Spider-Man into the, into the Spider-Verse, Mike, is a movie you're recommending? Yeah, I would say so. I would say this is probably. Granted, I haven't seen Aquaman. I was prior to seeing Spider-Verse, still more excited to see Spider-Verse than Aquaman. Mm-hmm. After seeing Spider-Verse, like one hundred percent, go see this movie. If it impacts your decision to see Aquaman, so be it. But there's plenty of weekends or nights that you can see both movies at different times. But um, I personally don't really care about Aquaman. I mean, people like Jason Momoa, so the movie will do fine, probably. Yep. But who the fuck knows? Spider-Verse, though, is a, is a great film. People, I see a lot of people making a big deal that Nintendo came out and said that 
if you want to get the classic systems, get them now because after the holidays they're gone. Mm-hmm. That's not news. They already they said that from like they said this was a limited time thing anyway. Like it's not like we didn't know that it was limited. And also like some people are kind of mad about it from what I saw, and it's like when they first put out the NES Classic, they had nothing around it saying that it was going to be limited and only for a short period of time. And because of that, people fucking bullshit, including myself, where it was like, I would have made a bigger effort to get this when it first came out because I knew it would have been hard to get. I just assumed, oh, this is a thing coming up. Because I think when the NES Classic first launched, I think it launched that year of October or November. So I was like, well, I'm just going to wait until the holidays are over because everyone's going to snatch these up and just try to resell them before Christmas time. So I'll just wait until that is over, and then I'll just go into a fucking store and buy one. And, no, that's not the case, because we only made them for these two months, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I guess PSA, if you're looking to buy one of those, which, if you're into, you know, having a little box that can easily play some of the, the, the better games out there, some of the best games, best retro games you can play, yeah, I'd scoop one. I mean, I feel like I still see them pretty frequently in Target and Best Buy. Yeah, I've seen some stacks. So if you're, you know, looking for one, don't sleep. Go grab that. The last thing that I wanted to bring up, Mike, mm-hmm. and then we can uh, head over to Fatty because we are doing doing that again tonight. I guess before we get to the last thing, it's just great. You know, this episode of the podcast, Mike, is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. From the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're intrigued by what a fatty may be, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, scrum diddly umptious treats. Our second sponsor for this week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast is Beer Brand. Beer Brand is a premium men's grooming company with products not only for your beard, but also your hair and body. They formulate their products to work with your body's natural chemistry rather than to disguise or change it. Many competing products are formulated to address a man's insecurities rather than help them embrace their own awesomeness. And Mike, Beer Brand thinks you're awesome, and their products are designed to help you be the man you want to be. Our listeners can head over to beerbrand.com and get a free sample of sea salt spray added to their order automatically. It'll be the best decision you've made all day. If you're looking for suggestions on what to get, I use the Utility Balm and the Beard Oil. They are fantastic. Let me feel good and smell great at the same time. Uh, But, Mike, the last thing I wanted to bring up before we kind of head over to Fatty for the night for our event, which by the time you listen to this, event's already over, but... uh, you listen to previous episodes or interact with us on social media or in our discord you would have known about this and you could have came uh, but yeah right now there's a major shakeup going on with digital distribution on the pc platform yeah the personal computer platform steam obviously is like the big dog wagging its tail around that's what the big dogs do. Why the tails? I mean, there are other storefronts that exist. You know, uh, EA has their own storefront. I believe uh, Blizzard and Activision have Battle.net. Uh, Ubisoft has Uplay. There, there's many other stores that sell games. I'm sure with their own, you know, pros and cons and and, and stuff. But Steam is probably the the biggest one out there. I would say. Right, Steam yeah. is 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 
the king of digital distribution on on that platform. Discord recently launched their storefront, which I don't really well, I don't really play any PS game, PC games at all. Have you dipped into the Discord store at all just to look around? Uh, I don't even think I, I don't think I've ever opened it up. Is it if you do you have to download a separate client, or is it if you download the it's Discord app on your computer? Is it part of that? It's part of that. There's like a like a separate. Well, you know, you can switch between different Discord servers. And yeah, then yeah. Like you can like look at your friends. There's another tab I think for the store. Okay, um, so that's good. That's kind of integrated that way, but Epic. Also, just launched their storefront. Uh, they actually launched it the night of the Game Awards. That that was one of the things that I completely forgot to mention in our recap episode. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, and I had it in my fucking like notes too. And we just were talking about the other things. But they launched that during their uh, one of the presentations at the Game Awards, and they seem to be taking some shots at trying to take the crown from Steam, and. One of the things they're doing to do that is their cut for developers putting their game on their store is way more favorable for developers that are going to be using the Epic storefront. So right now, Steam is a 70-30 split. Yep. Epic is an 88-12 split, Mm -hmm. which obviously, if you're a developer, especially if you're, I mean, everyone cares about money, but if you're a, a smaller development studio... You clearly money means a little bit more because it's you know there's more on the line there. In most scenarios, I would I would imagine that it you know a lot of these people kind of live or die on the success of their game. Discord recently just announced that to kind of go at the Epic announcement or how the Epic Store is going to work. I don't know what their split is prior or currently right now because this isn't their change isn't happening until 2019 I believe, but they're going to 90 10. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about this is that beyond the, the, the variations in the payout split here, each of these platforms kind of has another like wedge as to why they could pull people there to their storefront. But before we get into that, I will note that Steam has some additional like number breakdowns so if a game makes over 10 million on steam the revenue share <coughs> excuse me the revenue share will adjust to 75 25 after you hit everything after 10 million which cool but like if your game's already making 10 million like yes the obviously you want more money but like you've already made a successful game yeah you know what i mean uh and then if you pass the 50 million mark cool. it goes to 80 20 so I mean, yes, that's cool and that's great because you know developers should be getting more of their money. But if the game's making fifty million, it's it's clearly a fucking successful game already. So that that like kind of pushes away smaller like indie devs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Steam is ca- trying to do some other things to like get rid of that because basically that's like saying like, hey, if you're a big game, yeah, you stay here, you'll get a bigger cut. But now with these other two storefronts, Epic and Discord, offering better off the bat price like payouts where are you going like what makes more sense yeah steam is the biggest one and has the biggest amount of users most likely i'm assuming out of all of the digital storefronts available over time will that change 
Epic is making a really hardcore push for crossplay. Um, why are you smirking? I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Um, I was I was like, did I say something stupid? <laughs> did I say something stupid? No. Oh, okay. Um, Epic is making a big push with crossplay. Obviously, they were able to do pretty much the unthinkable with Fortnite in even sway Sony to now make it that every platform that game is playable on, you can play crossplay. Mm-hmm. Like that's never happened before. That's like ridiculous, and it's that conversation alone has definitely like made other developers and publishers want to look into that. Um, Nintendo and Microsoft have done a lot of stuff together. Rocket League is playable between both. I don't know if P- I don't know if PC also. I think it does actually. I think Rocket League is PC Switch and, and Xbox. I think that's true. Um, but there's a few other games. A lot of it's spearheaded by indie games. Fortnite is is arguably the biggest game in the world right now, and it is doing it. And you know that is an epic game. So if they're if they're able to leverage that power that they have right now and that like presence that they have in the global market they could potentially get more games doing that which i do kind of think that that is the future of like multi-platform games is fortnite proved that it's doable i think one of the other things too is epic is also making the tools free for people on their storefront to help get their game to work cross-platform. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they're really trying to push that as their thing. Like, hey, this is what we want. This is the future. Discord, just the nature of what Discord is, is offering... So I, I wasn't aware, and, and you saying what, what you said about the store makes it even more sense to me. So if you go to Discord, there's just a tab you can switch over to the store. Yeah. So... The nature of Discord is you join these little segmented communities for whatever. We have a Discord for Pass Controller fans. Hmm. A lot of especially indie devs and indie games have their own Discord server. I'm in a few. I'm in the Messenger one. I'm in the King in the Hat one. Um, But a lot of these smaller teams really thrive off of a dedicated community and taking feedback and interacting and stuff like that. If being on the Discord store allows you to have like a very easy segue in between the game and the community. That, especially for smaller teams, is, I would argue, a huge, huge benefit that the other two don't offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to Steam, what is Steam offering? Right now, Steam's yeah. offering the fact that it already is the major place to get games already. So most people are already there. And then if you might have friends on Steam, so if you're trying yeah. to like play games with them, mm-hmm. they're already logged in. It's the same reason why you might end up with a PS4 or an Xbox, because everyone else that you know is already yeah. on the PS4. So what if, though, again, because money makes a big difference, mm-hmm. if these revenue splits start making some certain games pull off of steam and go to one of these other platforms mm-hmm. like what is i guess in that regard like i i understand steam's a big dog steam yeah. has all these users it is all this stuff but it seems like they at least from what i've seen 
they haven't really made a business response, a business decision in response to these two storefronts. Mm-hmm. Do you think they will? I think they have to. It depends on if what they're doing works. Because like I said, they're already the the big dogs. So like, yeah, the developer might want to make more money, but if not as many people are using those platforms to begin with to get games, yeah. then they're going to get a bigger cut of a lesser gross return. Yeah. So, but that's not to say, let, let's say this. Let's say I'm a you know, AAA guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my game on the Epic Storefront. Yeah. But the game's also going to get released on Xbox, on PlayStation, on Switch. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're going to get cross-play. So all of our communities can integrate together. Yeah. We're getting a bigger cut from the PC people. PC gamers, if they really want to play this game, are going to just download the client, right? Yeah. How many launchers do you have? Uh, I've got several. I should have Steam. I think I have Uplay. Discord is on my computer, so that's three. Um, What's the other one? Steam, Uplay, Discord. Um, I have the Epic Launcher. I, I must have the Epic Launcher because I have Fortnite, so like I imagine I would just go in there somewhere and buy another game. Yeah. I've got Blizzards. Um, I don't know if you would call Twitch's thing a... I don't think it's a store. I don't know if you can buy any games on it. But I've got like the Twitch app on my computer because like you know how they give out free games. Yeah. So like I have a bunch of free games on it. Oh, think... so the free games you get from Amazon Prime, you have to download the a Twitch like launcher? Yeah, like it's like basically the Twitch app. Like as as soon as I open it up, it's almost like the Twitch homepage. It's just like I have like a tab to click on to see my games. Oof. And then I've got the Microsoft Store. So. So I've got a bunch of launches. It doesn't matter oh, to me because so I so segmented. I I have, a, I have a bunch of launches. It doesn't matter to me because it's not like I'm really playing those games anyway. Yeah. Like I. But for people who are into that, people ecosystem. that are into that, it's like it's a mess. And then like I said, you have to like find the people if you're playing games with other people Mm -hmm. then it becomes like more of a hassle because you have to like so track these people down across platforms so across launchers rather i look at something like steam's model 70 30 i'm mr activision i'm putting out new call of duty Mm -hmm. let's just say battle that doesn't exist yeah i'm putting out new call of duty call of duty is going to make so much money steam's going to get a 30 percent cut because we're going to put the game on Steam. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. We're going to make Battle.net. Granted, this is not how Battle.net was created or whatever, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Call of Duty's on Battle.net since yes. Activision bought Blizzard. Okay. So we're going to put it on our platform because then we get all the revenue. Mm-hmm. But, and that makes sense because a 30% cut is a, is a big cut. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of money. But now with these options of 90 10, 88 12, Okay, let's look at the numbers. Does it make more sense for, like, the 10% that we're projected to make on this game, on PC sales, are we going to spend more or less money on having our own launcher, having our own platform that we have to pay people to code and pay people to keep in, you know, all this stuff? Like, does that split now make it so that 
some of the people you play, Ubisoft, how much does it cost us to run the Uplay store? Would it make more sense for us to just partner with Epic, partner with Discord? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that, that revenue split, I think, is what can potentially... Like, crossplay stuff, huge. It's a big shift. It's a big movement that can really do a lot of change in the industry as a whole. The Discord having a quick integration with their community system and how just the nature of what Discord is being built into their platform, huge. But I don't think that's the play for, like, Ubisoft or, you know, Activision's a bad example because they're a very large company. I can't see them closing Battle.net. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some of the other ones, I, I don't know. If if Twitch wanted to make a really big play with Epic or something, they could always just, you know what I mean? Like, especially because the Twitch, well, I guess they must. They must sell games. I That's why I'm saying I don't know. I've never, I've never actually gone, like, typically I hate when Twitch pops up on my computer because like, it always pops up and, like, the main page is always, like, some stream playing. I'm like, where's the sound coming from? Oh, okay. So, like, I, I've turned it off, and I basically never open it up unless I think I'm going to get a free game. Yeah. So, um, I've never gone in there to look for a game to buy. Mm-hmm. I just see the games that I've already redeemed through, like, their monthly whatever. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, it, wh- whatever the whatever the benefits are to the, the Twitch app, if it's just the free games or if there's some other reason making a partnership with discord or with epic to be like hey we're gonna roll this out and when these free games come we're gonna have them come on your platform blah 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 blah. but you know we'll have twitch be the preferred and like pushed reason to oh you're playing fortnite on the epic launcher you should stream it on twitch like you know what i mean they could Mm -hmm. they could work some deal that way that would make sense but uh you know in specifics i think not to detract from your point but i believe Whenever I open up a game on my computer, I think if the Twitch app is running, I'll be like, hey, you're trying to stream this right now? Hmm. So, I yeah. Think, so I if, think that's how it works. So, if, you know, if that was built into Discord or Epic, that would probably even increase even more the amount of people that are like, okay, I'll just click this button. Sure, not, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the main thing here is the revenue share. And if some of the bigger players start to decide, you know what, we're not going to put our game on Steam because, yes, they have a bigger user base, but the potential for growth, if we do move to this other thing, maybe initially it's not the you know, amount of money we could be generating, but as far as I understand, all these platforms are just free to download and make a name. Like, you don't have to... You have to pay for it. Yeah. So if a game is available on, on the Epic Store and on Steam and it's a situation where it's like, well, I'm going to pick the one where my friends are to play with them, I get that, and that's a, obviously a big deal. But if it's going to be a situation where, like, the new, you know, Assassin's Creed game is coming out and it's a single-player game and it's only available on the Epic Store, okay, well, then I'm going to have to buy on the Epic Store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a play with that with someone like Ubisoft would be huge, and it would allow them to not have to worry about running their own fucking storefront and dealing with all that because i'm you know i'm sure the the money that gets poured into some of these storefronts that are you know like the uplay launcher or whatever are pretty expensive yep right so i would have to imagine that with these new revenue splits there's a lot of uh 
conversation. Regardless, what this does is hopefully, theoretically, should be beneficial to gamers at large. Because you have someone like Epic who has a lot of sway right now with what they've been able to do with Fortnite, where they can hopefully keep pushing the needle for crossplay, which I think ultimately is great for gamers as a whole. Um, so that's huge. Discord. I, I, I mean, if you're using Discord, you're using Discord. If you're not, I mean, you're not. But I think that at the baseline, these guys, amongst the other storefronts that are there, competition only makes things better for the consumer. Right? Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. So hopefully, you know, next year we start to see a lot of changes for the good. I mean, one of the things Steam could do to, you know, keep their fucking stranglehold is announce Portal 3, announce Half-Life 3. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that would definitely be a way to be like, hold on, where are you going? You know what I mean? But it would also just be a scenario of it might just be, yeah, sure, we're going to buy that game when it comes out, but we're moving to these other things for, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So I don't really know what Steam, and again, like, we don't really know what Steam's financial situation right now. I'm assuming that Valve has fucking boatloads of money, so they can, at least for the time being, not be worried if certain developers decide to take a chance somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, at the very least. So yeah. I'm excited to see. I feel like over the past few days, like, or since, since really this has happened, the last week or half or whatever, because the Discord store came out a few months ago, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it was what it was. But now that Epic is doing this, it's like, I feel like it's going to get very interesting because a lot of, from day to day, it'll be like, oh, Discord is now doing this, or Epic's now doing this. I feel like there's going to be a lot of movement in between at least these three Yeah, for now. We're getting super fragmented again. Well, I mean, we're not. Well, I'm not, because yeah. I don't really play games on my computer, but... Oh, my tum-tum. I'm all about that console master race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I got to say about that, Mike. That's what I got to say about that. But we should probably wrap things up, since it's almost time to yeah. do the cookie thing. I was actually... I don't know if that matters, but I, I figured that we should probably... I should probably get that stuff in my house and then bring it here so we can test and make sure everything works. Oh, yeah. That's a thing we should probably do. Mm-hmm. But before we go, as always, you can listen to us every week on your favorite podcast platform. You can find us on the internet at PassController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController. You can help support us by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash PassController or by buying some sweet merch, which I'm wearing right now, Right across my chest, get that past the controller logo uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. at slash shop or pastthecontroller.threadless.com. As always, leaving a review, interact with us on social media is a huge help. We appreciate it anytime you do. And uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Past Control Podcast, episode 120.